0: What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Stand for the Switch History for December 22nd, 2023. I'm your host, Jim Montgomery. Welcome to a Friday edition of the podcast. Before we get into today's episode, a quick note from yesterday. We talked about Barbaro and how there is a statue of him at the entrance at Churchill Downs. And I, I knew there was more horse statues, but I wasn't sure. And this was actually much harder to, to find than what I i anticipated it definitely took me longer than what I thought, but I could find two other statues of horses at Churchill's Down: Aristides, which who won the first Kentucky Derby back in the 1870s, I believe it was, and Secretary, who is probably one of the best, if not the best, racehorse of all time. So the fact that Barbaro has a statue at Churchill Downs is a pretty big deal, and as I mentioned, everybody got caught up previously in Smarty Jones Mania but Barbaro probably was the the better racehorse. All right, so we're going to kind of go a little out of order today, and let's recap yesterday's question of the day. And I asked, what should the Sixers do at the trade deadline? Should they trade or stand pat? And everybody's pretty split on this. It was 55-45 in favor of making a trade to get the team better. A lot of the people that were against it weren't so much... A lot of the comments were not so much in the the line of oh you're gonna mess up chemistry. It was sort of like Toby, to, like Tobias is probably the only one of the few pieces we have as far as players, and for what he brings to this team, it'd probably be better to keep him. Um, they do have the draft picks, uh, not that they probably would be very good draft picks, just kind of where the Clippers and uh, how they're doing now, but. Uh, Just something to keep in mind. Thanks, as always, for answering the question of the day. And we'd still have some time to to worry about what needs to happen for the Sixers. But it's worth, like I said, starting to think about now as we're we're seeing what this team is, how it's constructed. And as the previous few years have gone, it seems like it's going to come down to the Sixers, Celtics, and Bucks. Uh, and I would like, I don't know as constructed now whether they can beat those teams. So as we get closer to February, it's something to, to keep a look at. But as always, thank you for reaching out. Be sure to call or text your opinions 267 495 8531 to the voice and text line. Uh, thank you for everyone who has been reaching out on that. Um, so let's go right into the Sixers then before we go back and, and do some of the other things we, we do. Uh, trade deadline is have, was the topic of the day yesterday. They are um, being linked to OG Ananobi, uh, of the raptors as well as donovan mitchell zach levine the the everybody who is out there that's reporting on the sixers and what they're looking for is a uh, they're looking for two-way players which i i think with the way nick nurse sets things up and that's why an is a very interesting sort of player since he played under nick nurse um uh, but I know there are reports that Toronto wants to build around him. He does also have an expiring contract. So there's just more than just the trade. There's other pieces that go in that. Uh, he's younger, so I, I wouldn't mind. I, I think he'd be a good fit into Nick Nurse's system. Uh, and it won't be too long until we can see him play. I'll definitely be scouting him and look watching a little bit tonight uh, as the Sixers do take on the Raptors and O.G. Ananobi. Uh, but he's one of the guys that have been linked, and like I said, it's an interesting name because of Nick Nurse. Uh, Whether or not Toronto is going to be willing to trade him or not, that is a whole, that's, they need to figure that out before we can kind of start linking him to the Sixers, but I I think it's starting to heat up a little bit. Uh, I know in the NBA, usually trades happen prior to the deadline. Think back to Jimmy Butler, uh it was right after christmas i believe uh it might even been a little bit sooner than that that they were able to make that trade for him uh so it is as the rumors are starting to heat up it's worth monitoring as we move forward all right Quick programming note, we will have a new episode on Christmas. Uh, It may be a little bit abbreviated, but we will get the Eagles pick in and break down that Eagles-Giants game on Christmas Day, so don't worry. Uh, If I'm being completely open and transparent, I will be recording it uh, on Christmas Eve, uh, so it will happen beforehand, but can't take any days off. Whether we're on vacation, holidays, whatever, I have to make sure I'm giving you guys what you want. Uh, so just that quick programming note, uh, housekeeping item, be sure to check out the latest Back to the Future. We did a little history of the career of Herb McGee, uh, worth checking out when you're sitting around the holiday dinner, put it on and, and just start a discussion and dialogue with your family and maybe they'll spread the word and tell them to like and subscribe. and. Uh, follow back to the future with a ph wherever they get their podcast, as well as on youtube and then make sure they call the voice and text line 267-495-8531 all right our 25 days of kindness and again kind of keeping with this theme and i put these before the events of what has been transpiring this week um in, in my life has even happened uh but it, it it's an easy thing, or I shouldn't say it's an easy thing to say. Uh, it's a harder thing to do. But life is short, so go make amends with somebody that you may have wronged. Forgive somebody who may have wronged you. I mean, life's too way too short to hold grudges. Um, I know there are a lot of people out there who that are listening right now that one way or the other, there there's forgiveness to be had, amends to be made. Uh, what are you waiting for? Just go out and do it. Um, Life is just way, way too short, uh, to hold grudges and just, I mean, you never know what's going to happen when the next shoe is going to drop. So, so don't wait, don't waste time and, and regret it later on. So that's our act of kindness. And again, it's an easy thing in principle. Obviously I'm not going to sit there and say it's an easy thing to do. Uh, I have had my own issues and, and things that I've eventually come to grips with, uh, Luckily, before it was too late, but again, life's too short. You never know. So go make amends or forgive someone, and that's our act of kindness for today. The Flyers' point streak is snapped. They lost 4-2 to the Predators last night. And it was an interesting interview with John Tortorella because the con- or, uh, topic of playoffs came up, and he did say, "Don't," in his best Jim Moore imitation, I, I this is how I'm imagining him saying it, uh, In his head but this is not how he really said it but playoffs don't talk about playoffs uh but he did say he was like i'm not sure that now's the time he's like we don't we don't there's a lot of season left we don't know who we're what we are as a team and who we are as a team until the the end of january then we can start talking playoffs and, and see there's a lot of season to play till then and i think it's a good perspective to have especially for a young team who was supposed to be in a rebuild that now all of a sudden is into the throes of a the playoff race and uh, he said it doesn't really heat up until the end of January so I'm taking that as a you know what just sit back and enjoy it hockey is fun again in Philadelphia and breaking news literally uh, well maybe not breaking but I woke up to this news and I had a whole thing kind of for the Phillies on my notes planned out and now it's completely I'm just gonna ad-lib it here uh, because they did make an offer for Yamamoto, unfortunately, it was not accepted. Yamamoto decided to sign with the Dodgers, and I mean, their Dodgers are going to be good. However, one thing to keep in mind, and I know in NBA it's a little bit different, but I mean, how many times have we seen super teams choke and not not really do what they're supposed to do? Uh, Everybody's like, "Oh, the Dodgers are going to win 130 games at that." And maybe they might, but think back to our 2011 Phillies with the four aces. How did that work out for us? Uh, The year before with uh, Holiday and Oswald and Hamels, how did that work out? The year before when we got Cliff Lee and traded for Raúl, or um, yeah, we we signed Raúl Bañez and then Hunter Pence. Doesn't always necessarily mean because baseball of all the sports, it's very streaky. So yes, they're going to be good. I don't think it spells doom for the the Phillies yet. Uh, however, I, I think if they were going to spend some money on Yamamoto, I, I think that. Then the money is there if they can make the team better by absolutely let's do it. But you look at a team like the Braves and the St. Louis Cardinals teams that historically year in, year out tend to be right there in the rate. They build from within on the farm system. So I'd rather see the Phillies concentrate on that. And if you can make a big splash here or there, by all means, let's do it. Um, But no Yamamoto in Philly. However, I think the whole process and the fact that they were one of like a few, four or five teams that were in the mix to sign him, that bodes well moving forward now as other Japanese players. I, I know there's a certain process for international play and not just Japanese, but it's kind of op- because this uh, Yamamoto is from Japan and the league's over there. The, the, it, it just puts the Phillies in a different light, I think. Uh, so despite the fact they did not get him, I think it is a good thing for them moving forward. But again, watch out for those super teams in baseball. We had a couple of them here in Philly and didn't really work out for us. Uh, The team that ended up winning the championship was more of the homegrown. And even if you go back to 1980, other than Pete Rose, most of those guys were were homegrown guys or or guys that had played a long time in Philly. So it's not over yet. And I do think starting pitching should be... A, a a strength for this team wheeler nola ranger uh Tawan walker and christopher sanchez hopefully he continues his progression um but again I, I think pitching is one of those things you can never have too much of so we shall see what happens there all right philly goat do you believe in the eagles we'll get into that here in a minute but if you believe go by the believe shirt i know it's philly's colors but let's go let's believe get your believe shirt that you can wear going into the playoff run get your flyers sixers union eagle stuff whatever get it all at philly goat get yourself set up for the new year it's still not too late to buy the gift cards for stocking stuffers use the promo code jim montgomery for 10 percent off you can't use the promo code for gift cards but Buy, buy a gift card for your cousin or your grandmom or whoever to put in the stocking. Buy yourself a shirt there. Take 10% off of the shirt. That's phillygoat.com. Use the promo code Jim Montgomery for 10% off of your order. All right. Now, the Eagles. And the airing of grievances are still coming in, and that's fine. Get it off your chest. However, it makes it better when you're airing your grievances about the Eagles and not me. Um I had one person uh, who didn't give a name or leave a name uh, that questioned the state of my sobriety when I was visited by the ghost of Super Bowl past. Uh, So I will address those comments real quick here. And I guess, make no mistake, yes, I agree. You're losing three in a row. We only had six examples of when they went to the Super Bowl. But let's take a large 10,000-foot view of this. If you're losing three in a row, a lot of times the teams with losing streaks like that don't even make the playoffs. So the sample size is a lot smaller of teams that have lost three in a row that made the playoffs. And then once you get that pot, teams that had like a realistic shot to make the Super Bowl, like you take out a, a team like Washington when they went seven and nine and won the division, uh, or like that team from, uh, the seahawks back when uh the Marshawn on list year so you take that out the, the sample size is pretty small of teams that lost three in a row that have a legitimate shot the eagles certainly fit that category is what i was saying and n- m- most of my ideas do come to me when i'm in a zero percent like 100 percent sober uh so my state of sobriety when i was visited by the ghost of super bowl past was 100 percent i was fine um But I do appreciate you airing your grievances against me on the text line. Um, But I'm telling you, you'd feel so much better if you just air your grievances about this team. 267-495-8531. Leave a voicemail. Leave a text message. Whatever you got to do, I'm telling you, you're going to feel better about this team. Uh, Keep them coming in. Um, And like I said, it only works to make you feel better if you're grieving about the Eagles. Not me. Not me. I, I didn't do anything. I'm just saying, I, I pointed out six times teams have lost three in a row and made it to the Super Bowl. Three times they won. I know there's a lot of teams that did lose three in a row, didn't make it. Um, and yes, I was not inebriated in any by any stretch of the imaginations when the ghost of Christmas or Super Bowl pass visited me. But again, thank you for listening. Thank you for calling 267-495-8531. The Eagles did get some good news yesterday. Avante Maddox, his window of practice, the 21-day window, was open. And he was a full participant in practice yesterday. I don't know if that means he's going to play on Monday. But uh, the fact that everyone thought he was out for the season and now he might be back for the end of the regular season and going into the playoffs, that is a huge upgrade, especially if Darius Slay comes back. All of a sudden now the defense gets a little bit right you have a little bit I mean it, it's still not great uh, but it, that was good news and I guess we'll know more today and it's another one of those funky practice weeks because of the holiday and the fact that they're playing on Monday night uh, but that was a good news um, not necessarily something that was on anybody's radar so it's great that that happened. Cam Jurgens appears on track to play. Uh, Zach Cunningham, Landon Dickerson, Devontae Smith, which was uh, which was a surprise, and Nick Morrow uh, and Darius Slay all did not practice. Uh, Slay probably is out this game. He'll he will be playing by the end of the regular season by all reports. Uh, Cunningham and Morrow, hopefully one of them plays because if not, we might be in trouble at linebacker. Um, luckily we're playing the Giants which I mean it's the right time to for having them come in Devontae's concerning he has a knee injury apparently he, he a couple of weeks ago he uh, was limited in practice and ended up playing so again it's still early in the week so hopefully we'll we'll know more uh, but again luckily it's the Giants and this is a big week for me and I know we talk about it all the time or I talk about it all the time and uh, for me, the Giants are the biggest rival. Like I get more amped up uh, th- this year. Obviously, the Cowboy games met a lot more, but I, 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 I can't. I would love to ruin the Giants' Christmas and send them back up ninety-five miserable. Uh, it is what it is. Uh, they are wearing the black on black uniforms with the green helmets. They wore them against the Giants last game of the season last year, and it worked out well. And they're usually pretty good with the black on black combo. Uh, so hopefully that trend continues. Be sure to check out my boys at the Clashing Conferences podcast, wherever you get your podcast as well as on YouTube. Another good episode this week. Uh, very somber tone to the fact that all four NFC East teams lost last week. That doesn't really happen all that often, uh, but be sure to check them out on YouTube and wherever you get your podcast. All right, we are going to go back today, not that far, only to 2019. And on December 22nd, 2019, the Eagles took on the Cowboys in week 16. The Eagles won that game 17-9 to to improve their record to 8-7. They needed that win to stay in the playoff race. Dallas Goddard had a touchdown catch from our old pal Carson Wentz. Miles Sanders ran a touchdown in. Wentz that day threw for 319 yards. Goddard catching 9 for 91. And if you remember, that was the season where Wentz did play every game And ultimately, I forget whether he got the contract after that season, which I think he did, I don't know, or he got the contract before that season, whatever it was, but that was the year that it's like, oh, he made it through a season healthy, had a pretty solid year and everything was feeling good, Uh, but more on that in a minute. But this win over the Cowboys put the Eagles in first place uh, for the first time all season, and it was a very it was an interesting year. It was very injury plagued uh, up and down. Uh, they They played the next week then they were in a win and win the division scenario, which they did. Uh, at one point though that season, they were five and seven, and then they had four straight division games. And obviously, that's always a tough thing. And I remember the schedule makers, everybody was upset about that much like the gauntlet this year. But the Eagles did run that gauntlet, won 4-0, um, won out to win the division. It was Ducky P's, uh second division title as head coach. Uh, he would only last one more year as head coach after that. Uh, but they, that was the year they lost to the Seahawks in the playoffs, which after Carson went spent the whole year staying healthy, got knocked out by a cheap shot, I will say. And I don't care what anybody says. I know there's people out here who like the Seahawks who who will be uh, denying this, but it was a dirty, cheap shot by a dirty player, Javadian Clowney. Um, I can't even say his name right, but whatever. Clowney was a clown on that play and and knocked Wentz out of the game and ultimately cost the Eagles that game. Uh, And Wentz was never the same after that. Uh, but on this day, back in 2019, the Eagles beat the beat the Cowboys 17-9 to move into first place and set themselves up for a win and win the division game the following week against the Giants, which they ended up winning. Um, Carson Wentz was masterful this day, throwing for 300 and some what was it 319 yards and a touchdown. Uh, by far, one of the best seasons he had in his career, and then. It all fell apart when Javadian Clowney Clowney, uh, cheap shot at him and knocked him out with a concussion in that playoff game. All right, today's Philly Sports Advent Calendar Gift of the Day. You open up the door, and there's a lot coming out today and going a little bit different today. And these are great players. Uh, who you've probably forgot played in Philadelphia. And there, there's a good list of them uh, from all four sports uh, Juan Batista, Tim Tebow, Paul Coffey, Terry Cruz. Yes, that Terry Cruz uh, had a cup of coffee in the NFL with the Eagles. Pedro Martinez, Juan Pierre, Dave Stewart, uh, Fernando Valenzuela, Eric Bienemi, the, the offensive coordinator for the Washington Commanders, Joe Morgan, Dale Murphy. Kenny Lofton, Jimmy Smith, the um, I forget whether he's in the Hall of Fame or he should be in the Hall of Fame. Wide receiver for the um, the Jaguars. I forget the the receiver that Rich Kotite chose over Jimmy Smith, and it was just it was laughable. Uh, John Madden uh, was in training camp for the Eagles. Danny Amendola, Raheem Mostert. Thanks, Chip. Uh, Art Monk, Mike Dicka. Adam Oates, Tony Amante, Glenn the Big Dog Robinson, Bob McAdoo, Jeremy Grant of the Trailblazers, Ferguson Jenkins, Ty Cobb, played for the Philadelphia A's, still counts as a Philadelphia team, Yamir Yager, Roy Green, Mark Duper, James Lofton, Antonio Freeman, and Miles Austin. All played, whether it be training camp or regular season's, with a Philadelphia team, uh, quite the list. Uh, most of these guys were either at the very end of their career when they weren't good anymore or at the very beginning of the career and Philadelphia teams gave up on them. But today's Philly Sports Advent Calendar gift to you is the list of players who were had pretty good careers who ended, at one point did play for a Philadelphia team, which leads us to our question of the day. And also, let me know, did I forget anybody that probably should have been on this list uh, that we forgot played in Philadelphia? Let me know that on the voice and text line, 267-495-8531. But today's question of the day, who is your favorite random Philadelphia athlete? Uh, I was listening to uh, Johnny Marks and Ike Reese the other day. Uh, By the way, good luck to Johnny Marks and his future endeavors as he stepped down. Uh, But I know Marks is a Steve Jeltz fan, which is about as random as you can get. So tell me, who's your favorite random Philadelphia athlete? Call, leave a voicemail, send a text message to 267-495-8531. Let me know what you think. Do not forget to continue to air your grievances. And again, the grievances should be against the Eagles or a Philadelphia sports team. Not me. Uh, But if that makes you feel better... Hey, we're we're here to serve, so if you if you want to air your grievances at me, go ahead and do it. I just want you to call the text line 267 495 8531 leave a voicemail, send a text message whatever you have to do air your grievances. Who's your favorite random Philadelphia athlete? Uh there's a Twitter account out there that that randomly I follow that'll throw out random Philadelphia athletes all the time and I'm like, "Oh yeah, forgot about that guy." So who is your favorite random Philadelphia sports athlete? 267-495-8531 is how you get that to me. We will have more on the Eagles as we get closer to the game. But I still think it's worth noting we can relax. We can breathe. It's going to be okay. On this day in 2019, they beat the Cowboys 17-9 to move to 8-1 and set themselves up to win the division under Carson and Dougie P. Be sure to, to make amends or, or forgive somebody who who's done something for you. Again, life is way, way too short to, to just hold the grudges. So, Do yourself a favor. This has nothing to do with anybody else but yourself. Just do yourself a favor. Take that weight off your shoulder uh, this holiday season and get it done. Don't forget to call the voice and text line 267-495-8531. Let me know who your favorite random Philly athlete is. Air your grievances on the Eagles. Make yourself feel so much better going into that Christmas game against the Giants, who are my most hated rival of the Eagles. Go enjoy your Friday if you're working today. I know I have a half day. I'm looking forward to, I don't even know what I'm doing, but I'm looking forward to 12.01. But go enjoy your Friday. I'm Jim Montgomery. This has been This Day in Philly Sports History. And until next time, I'll see you when I see you.